Hello! Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Off-season episode 21 with Jeremy Phoenix. Another interview. Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Twitter at TweetThings. You can find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know? You on the Facebook still? There's a podcast page for Unreasonable Doubt. Find it on Facebook. Hit the blue thumb. Follow the podcast page on Facebook. As I mentioned, another interview this week. And it's with Jeremy Phoenix. He is half of the Raspy Voice Kids. They do the Raspy Voice Kids Hell West Virginia podcast. They're from Parkersburg, West Virginia. Jeremy's on the show this week. And him and his brother Brandon are on my dream guest list because of what they're doing on their podcast. They're having fun. They're talking about WVU sports. They're talking about other things. They're talking about pop culture. They're talking about Pop-Tart culture. They've talked to Major Harris. They've talked to Tony Caridi. They've talked to assistant football coaches, former WVU basketball players. And they're just fun to listen to. And they're super positive which is a good balance to this show. And Jeremy was really fun to talk to, very professional. And I really enjoyed the conversation. I really appreciate him spending some time with me. Here's the interview with Jeremy Phoenix of the Raspy Voice Kids. Jeremy. Yes, sir. I'm here. Hey, man. Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt. Yes, sir. I'm glad to be here. I appreciate you inviting me on and making the list, man. It made me feel good. Uh, Yes, thank you for being the inspiration for that list. And uh, you and Brandon are definitely on that list. So I really appreciate you spending some time with me today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. I got got some questions lined up. Here we go. Uh, My first question, you've seen the name of the podcast, Unreasonable Doubt. What's it like being an optimistic WVU fan? I think that that's just call, being called a WVU fan. I think for like the most part, most Mountaineers, most fans, all right, all right. Colin Cowherd always says fan is short for fanatic, you know? Right. So if you're a fan of something, you're going to be, you know, over the top. That's who I am. Brandon's a little bit more cerebral. Me, I'm just passionate about my Mountaineers, um, which means you have to accept the highs with the lows. Passion works both ways. I've said that a million times. So the reason why we get excited, the reason why we get happy, the reason why we're over top, the reason why we're not pit fans is because we have that emotion. <laughs> and on the flip side, when things don't go right, that's the reason why you, you know, you hear a little grumbling sometimes, you know, on whatever social outlet you're on, because we're so passionate. Do you put the grumbles out? When it's, when it's going so Man, I have. I have before. <laughs> I shouldn't know. I get reprimanded. I just get so much emotion. Okay, for instance, last year after we uh, took the L in basketball to, to – I can't remember if it was Kansas or Kentucky. I'm on my drive home, and I, and I tweeted a picture of all these cars like because there's a million cars in front of me. I said, look, this is all the teams of the Big 12 passing us. Oh, no. Because <laughs> I was I – look, man, it's 11 o'clock. Uh, maybe it was like 11.30. I got a two and a half hour drive back to Charleston. You know, I was just in my feelings, you know. Right, sure. 
No, don't be afraid to catch feels. That's what it is. I'm just in my feelings a little bit, so. I respect it. I respect it. I, I'm, I'm like at through the game, and when it's over, I can, you know, I, I decompress, and then I'm good next morning. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I have some feelings for sure. It takes it takes a few it takes a few you know a few days to kind of get over it a little bit. But that's what it is. That's the way passion works, man. When you're passionate, you're passionate, good and bad. That's true. I and I've got the passion too. It just it just comes out different. Um, so you and your brother Brandon, uh, Brandon are the Raspy Voice Kids. You host yes, the Hell West Virginia podcast. You guys started in May of last year, and you guys have experienced so much growth, and that's credit to you all in in ten months. Did you all have goals for the podcast when you got it started? What what was it like in the beginning uh, up to where it is now? You know what? It is so much. You know, it's not necessarily different in the production because it's just me and my brother talking and we keep it real. And we talk about subjects that people want to hear about. And then we have real feelings. That's the thing. It's no, you know, it's not edited. It's just straight up real conversation, just like your friends around a fire or, you know, if you're at dinner and you bring up the game, that's what we do. We talk about what happened Um, outside, though. I mean, it's grinding, man. It's, It's social networking. So the growth of who we can have on and some of the things we talk about has expanded a little bit. And, you know, this is really cool. It's really cool when you go from, you know, you reach out to certain people and you don't get messages back and, and you're looking like, okay, you know, maybe they're not interested till now you have people, you know, reaching out to you talking about, Hey, I'd love to do a show. Hey, I would love to talk about the Mountaineers. It's just, you know, it's just a really cool thing. It is cool. And and I'm, I'm late to the game. I'm a couple months in, but it, it comes through that it's it's you guys talking about WVU. It's there's no it's like yeah. you would have that conversation if you're not on the mics. Absolutely. I mean, you have this conversation everywhere you go. Like I, like I said, I just went out to Colorado for about a week on the plane flight. You know, on the bus ride, you, you turn to the guy next to you, you talk, start talking sports. Things come up, and it's it's just real, and it's you know, it's just it's just what it is. It's sports, and it's you know, it's it's unifying. It is. It's unifying. It's fun to talk about. Um, and one of the things that makes your podcast great, in my opinion, is the chemistry you have with Brandon on yeah. the mics. I'm assuming it's similar, but what's your relationship like off the mics? What, how do you all uh, how do you all interact when you're not on the podcast? It's the same thing, man. We are yeah. we're very we're very open. We're very um, competitive. And it's not even necessarily with each other. We're just very okay. Competitive is not the right word. It's um, we're very opinionated. Now we're right. not we're not so stuck in our feelings that if you bring up a good point, we won't change. But we got opinions about everything. So if you can change my opinion, man, I'm open to it. But I'm always up for a good debate. And the thing is, me and Brandon, we are very similar. We have one mindset, just as the rest of the Mountaineer Nation does. We have one ma- ma- mindset: is how do we get to a national championship? How do how do we build this brand of West Virginia to be the best in the country? The thing that makes it exciting and fun is we have very different ideas of how we get there, and that's where the fun happens. That's where the uh, not so fast, you know. Right. And the, uh, like I said, we have chemistry, so we can cut each other off or we can finish each other's sentences, so to speak. But I don't know; it's just fun, and it's out there. It is. It's fun. I really enjoy it. Now, speaking of competitive, you and Brandon, I know you played sports uh, growing up. I'm, you might be uh, playing sports now. You versus Brandon one-on-one basketball. <laughs> Who wins? So the short answer is him. 
Okay. And if you know anybody from Parkersburg or the surrounding areas, anybody who knows Brandon Phoenix knows he's one of the biggest freaks just to come out of like he's he was amazing at basketball. He was amazing at football. Um what what got me to be where I am, because I'm gonna be honest with you, one on one, I've never lost to a player that I've only played, you know, one or two times. And uh and the thing that got me over the hump is I'm probably the most competitive person you'll ever meet. Um, I, I mean, at least I was back when I was good at sports. Right. Extremely, extremely competitive. Like, I felt like if I played Michael Jordan, look, he's really good. But, like, if we do this, <laughs> you know, we can win. I, so, like, I remember playing because he's three years older than me. And we were playing down this, this park called Williamstown Park. And uh, there's a bunch of me. It's me and a bunch of other 15-year-olds I didn't even know. And they didn't want to let us play. And I'm like, are you serious? So it was like me and these like four of the 15 year olds are like, fine, just let them play on the court. And we ran it. Like I'm always the point guard. I'm always the quarterback. And I felt like I, I, we, I just felt like we were very unified and we won probably like six, six or seven games in a row just because oh, of wow. hustle. And we were all ready. Like none, none of the dudes were scared. None, none of the dudes were scared at the moment. And that's, I don't know. That's just who I am. It's just, let's go get it. Let's go get it. Mm-hmm. As long as we're a team, let's go get it. But short answer, Brandon was the better athlete. I was always more competitive. Gotcha. Oh, that's great. I mean, that's – I can imagine you guys holding the court down for, for uh, like an hour or two. That ma- that makes sense based on your – I will say – I will say in football, he was an amazing receiver and defensive back, but every time our team was played, even in the sandlot, whether, you know, different places we would go to Columbus, my squad always seemed to win because I, I was, you know, I'm just good at putting a team together and putting, you know, where people are supposed to be. He's the best athlete on the field. I felt like I was more of a coach to, to lead my troops, but you know, I'm just throw that in there. You know, that needs to be said. And that what well, hey, and that's that's a perfect combination if you're playing two on two, or or have yeah, we were playing eleven on eleven. Roles. That's right. No, no, and we were playing eleven on eleven, and we were playing this thing called Turkey Bowl. And there's probably like six different teams. The brain is on a different team than me. And four years in a row, my squad won the Turkey Bowl with me being the quarterback. No big deal. I'm just throwing that out there. Take you're it just or leave. Out. You're just you're just spitting out facts. It's not you're not saying you know right or wrong. You're just saying what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and what the great thing is, every time we showed up, because all right, there's three of us. We have a middle brother, Mike. Um, unfortunately, you know, Mike, Mike passed away a couple months ago. But right. there was three of us. So every time we would show up at Turkey Bowl and time to pick teams, they would always make us three captains. No, you three can't be on the same team. You all have to be the captains. And I'm like, I'm like, of course. how are you going to split me for my brother? <laughs> but, that's not right. Everybody yeah. saw it, though. That's, that's, that's amazing. Um, all right. I'm the guest genie. I'm the guest genie. I grant you one guest. Doesn't have, even have to be related to West Virginia University. Who would be that guest for the Raspy Voice Kids? For me, it's it's easy. I need the logo, man. I don't know if it happened. You know, we're gonna make it happen. I'm, I'm gonna take that back. We're gonna make it happen one of these days. Jerry West is the pinnacle of West Virginia sports, but not just West Virginia sports. I mean, he put the Lakers together. I mean, the Kobe and Shaq Lakers together. He he helped put Golden State together. He's done so many things, not just for West Virginia, but for the NBA. And to be able to have the honor of somehow, you know, the man has a statue out, outside of the Coliseum. I would love to somehow, someday, one day, be able to get Jerry West, you know, to give us five, ten minutes of his time. He was the MVP of the NBA Finals on the losing team. I know. It's crazy, I mean, right? How do you – yes. I mean, and all that is true and would be amazing to talk to him. But that 
who has done that? Is he the, he's the only one that's done that, right? Yeah, I, th- I believe so. The, the like Crazy. not the non-winning team win MVP. Yeah, absolutely. That's unbelievable, Secret and that would Creek. be amazing. And I think it's going to happen, man. I think it's going to happen. I hope, man. I really do. Uh, all right, speed round. These are uh, just quick questions. Um, go to I imagine because you sing a lot on the podcast. You, <laughs> do you have a go-to karaoke song? What's funny is. When we do karaoke, so my, my voice isn't the best. I love singing, and it's not the best. It's it's always country music, man. My mind told me I should proceed with caution, but my heart told me go on, make a bit on that. I'm going to keep going. And I said, hey, pretty lady, what's this time? I do anything to make it mine on mine. I think do your bidding and be at your beck and call. Yeah, that one. Oh, or, uh, I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. You know, oh, I, come on, just, man. Hey, man, you gotta go. Old school songs that people get into. They don't care what you're saying, they'll sing, sing along. So, early 90s country is your go to, essentially. Absolutely. Look, we were at Kings Island, Cincinnati, and we came out, and our names were straight out the hood. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we get on there, and everybody's like, oh, here comes these guys. And we, and we put on, you know, uh, I like it, I love it, you know, throw, uh, 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 I can't even remember who sings it right now. And uh, we just rock the crowd. I mean, everybody's singing along. Everybody's clapping along. That's the key. Get the crowd hype. That's what we do on our podcast. That's what you do in real life. Get the crowd hype, and they'll love you. Oh my gosh, I I did not. I'm glad I didn't bet on that answer because I, I would have not went Midnighties Country. Uh, <laughs> as we record this, this is uh, Michael Jackson's birthday. Uh, best Michael Jackson song for Jeremy Phoenix. Oh man, that's a good question. All right, so. Before I answer that, I'll say I always ask a question. If you can go see anybody in person, you get two tickets, sit front row to see anybody, dead or alive, who would the answer be? And my answer is always MJ, 80s MJ. I think he's incredible. Um, my favorite Michael song? That's a good question. Uh, I, 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 love, I love Dance Machine. That's Jackson 5, but I love Dance Machine. Mm-hmm. I, love, I love PYT, you know, just the emotion behind it. Um. Yeah, I probably I probably go PYT if I gotta put one on. That's been my favorite. Cha- I don't know about you. It changes for me. PYT's held the number one spot for me in a period of my life. Right now, I'm I'm gonna be starting something. Ah, oh, man, that's a good one too. But PYT, PYT is like, you know, you talk about feel good music. When you put PYT on, I don't care what you're doing. You put it on, it just you just feel good, you know. It's hard. It's hard to not, yeah, feel that. It is. It's a. It's an amazing song. There's not a wrong answer for a favorite Michael Jackson song. No, that's a good play. question. Too. You, you maybe there is. We that's that's for another time. Um, favorite WVU basketball player that played in your lifetime. Um, what JC did for us was great. But I'll never forget Deshaun uh, Butler, Deshaun Butler, man. The shots, you know, in the garden to win the Big East, um, that memory, them hoisting the trophy in Madison Square Garden, them, you know, beating Kentucky, going to the Final Four. um, Those memories are memories that just make you proud to be a Mountaineer. Definitely Deshaun. Was there a better month of WVU basketball in our lifetime than that stretch where they won the Big East tournament and then I don't, made it to the Final Four? I, I don't think so. And the worst part is, like, you look back on it and you appreciate it so much, but sometimes as a fan in the moment, you're just so greedy for more that you 
don't truly and I think that's like most things in life you don't truly appreciate the moment you're in until you take you know a few seconds to look back on it after you pass you know yeah I mean we're we're already nine seasons out from the final four run with this upcoming season it's, it's just, crazy why it is crazy it's crazy um you're are you going to the WVU Tennessee football game yes sir man I'm gonna be down there in Charlotte all right my question is what result you're leaving Bank of America Stadium, what result would shock you? I'm not asking oh, well, you who's gonna win, who's gonna lose, but what you're leaving, what would you be just stunned? Like what I was not expecting that to happen. If we lose, I'll be shocked. If we win by one point, I feel like Tennessee has talent. Tennessee's hungry. That's the thing. They average what 15 the, the, the last few recruiting classes average like 15. So they have the, the horses. They just haven't had a person to lead them. They're going to be hungry. They're going to be, you know, they've heard all offseason about how great West Virginia is. I expect them to come out there and play their very best football. I think we're going to be too much, and I think we beat them by 17 points. But if it's closer than that, I won't be shocked because Tennessee has talent. That doesn't mean they're going to be great this year. Maybe they fall off in the second half of the year. But for that first game, that that the the initial wave of emotion, we're going to have to withstand it. We really are going to have to withstand it. But if we lose, I'll honestly really be shocked if we take an L in this one. Even by a point. You're, you're shocked by that. Even by a point. Oh, Even man. by a point. If we lose by a point, I will be shocked and very frustrated. Okay, fair enough. They're 10-point favorite. We'll see how it goes. No, no, real quick, real quick. I believe they are 9-55 and 55 as underdogs against the spread. Oh, that, that's not even just against the spread. That's just straight up. 9-55 and 55 in the last 64 games of being underdogs. Like I said, I'll be, I'll be shocked if, if somehow we take the L. Okay. All right. Final question. Um, very important question. You're on an elevator with – person in that elevator do you do you small talk the person do you stand in the corner look at the numbers how do you how do you act when you're in an elevator with another person uh man it, it, for the for the most part like unless i'm like really tired if i'm really tired i'm gonna get in there just press a button and be like hey what, what floor are you going to for the most part when i get in there i'm, I'm gonna talk to the person hey how's how you doing how's your day going where are you from? You enjoy your day? Oh, man. You know, I, I small talk a little bit, make a little jokes. I, I honestly feel like I can get a laugh out of them um, most of the time. And it's not like I'm looking for a laugh, but, you know, I'm just a people person. I really am. I like people. I like being around people. I feel like people are mostly good, giving them the opportunity for the most part. So, yeah, if I'm in the elevator, I'm definitely talking. I'm definitely making some kind of conversation about it. I, I was out in L.A., same thing. I'm up. I'm in the elevator with a couple older people. They're clearly from I don't know South Dakota, North Dakota. They have that you know, that that thick accent. I was gonna try to imitate it. Right. I don't think I can. And uh, it's just a talking okay. point. You know, most people, most people, pretty chill. You you show them that you're a decent person and they're willing to talk. I love it. I and that's all I've got, Jeremy. I really appreciate it. You you and your brother Brandon are on my dream podcast guest list because it's. Your podcast for me is the best one on West Virginia University anything. And your your chemistry is fantastic. You guys are grassroots, doing on your own hustling, positive, keeping it clean, keeping it fun. It's a really good listen. If you haven't listened to the Raspberry Boys kids, check them out. 
Jeremy Phoenix, Absolutely. thank you for joining I look, Doubt. Hey, look, I'm going to be honest with you. If you liked our other podcast, you got to check out. Like, I think the video just dropped today with Pat McAfee. It is great. He is great. Um, if you know West Virginia, but even if you don't know West Virginia, he's high energy. He has great insight. It's such a good show. So check us out, Raspy Voice Kids. Once again, we're born here in West Virginia. We always say we're for the fan, by the fan. We keep it real, and we cover the topics. It's not just West Virginia sports. We go outside the lines. We talk about Skittles or Starburst or Toy Story or Lion King or which, which, what is the best Pop-Tart or where's the best place to get French fries. Like, we talk about it all. So check us out, RaspyVoiceKids.com, Raspy Voice Kids on all, um, you know, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. You can find us there. I really appreciate it, Jeremy. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. Again, big thanks to Jeremy Phoenix for joining the show. You can follow Jeremy on Instagram and Twitter at JNFeen. Raspy Voice Kids are on all the social media platforms. You can find them at Raspy Voice Kids. Listen to their podcast. Watch their videos. Subscribe to their YouTube channel, Raspy Voice Kids. They're getting it done. Again, big thanks to Jeremy for joining the show. Some corrections from the interview. I said they've been doing it for 10 months. I'm an idiot. They've been doing it since May 2017, so that's actually 15 months. And the WVU Tennessee talk, WVU's now only a a 6.5-point favorite. So still favored to win, but... It opened up at 10 as we're getting close to the game. That that uh, that point spread has dropped from 10 to 6.5. So keeping it honest. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms. Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Radio Public, CastBox, Subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. Rate the podcast five stars. Leave a review. Those are nice things to do. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2018-19 basketball season is 0-0. and zero.